0: Hi, this is Sam Chan, and welcome to the Sam Chan Leadership Podcast. It is my honor to serve you, help you achieve your dreams. Let's do this together. A few years ago, I was uh, at the Panama Canal. So let's just say this is North America and this is South America. Are you impressed with my drawing there? I know. I know. I took geography in school. <laughs> and uh, here is the Panama Canal. And I'm standing over here. I'm observing the Panama Canal. It is amazing. It is totally magnificent. If you've gone to the Panama Canal or seen uh, uh, videos of it, you know how great it is. How, how, how those locks pick up these humongous tankers and ships and cruisers. And they come within just feet of the wall and they walk them through that that, uh, that, uh, canal. It is crazy. It is really, really great. But then I also noticed something else was going on. There was construction going on. They were widening the canal. So why were they widening the canal? They were widening the canal because There are ships that are bigger now. When this canal was built, it was built in 1913. 1913. In 1913, they built it for the biggest ships then. The widest ships. uh, The most complicated kind of ships. But now cities float. So what they had to do was to widen the canal. This canal was reopened and... 2016, 2016, for bigger, faster ships. And that, my dear friends, is exactly the essence of bigger, faster leadership. Because it was, the canal was widened because there were bigger ships who needed to go through faster, but to do that, they had to widen the canal. So as I am standing over here, observing all that, taking pictures, taking selfies. After a while, your camera can't really capture everything. Here's a sentence that came through my mind. I want to give this sentence. This entire book, Bigger Faster Leadership, is built around that one sentence. And that sentence is, your size and your speed is controlled by your systems and structure. Your size and your speed is controlled by your systems and your structure. Let me give that to you again. Your size, that means bigger, and your speed, which means faster, is controlled by your systems, which is your processes, and your structure, which is your people. Bigger, faster leadership can happen if you are willing to take special note, pay special attention to, your processes and your people. Your systems and your structure. Let me, let me, let me illustrate this further. Uh, imagine, let me see if you can imagine. This is a train. This is a train. And we've got wheels, smoke coming out of there, steam coming out of there. And we all know that every train runs on tracks. Runs on tracks, railroad tracks. Question. Can you run a bigger, faster train on old tracks? No. If you were to run a bigger, faster train on old tracks, what would happen? It would derail the train. Because the train is your vision. The train is your mission. The train are your program. The train is your project but it is running on systems and structure. Uh, let me, let me push on that just for a moment. Let's just say the train is built to go 200 miles or kilometers an hour. But the tracks are built for only 100 miles or kilometers an hour. Train can go 200 miles or kilometers an hour. Tracks can go 100 miles or kilometers an hour question for you how fast is the train going to go 200 no the train even though it can go 200 will only go to 100 because the systems and the structure they control the size and the speed let's say you had a lamborghini a ferrari Or some other exotic car. Whatever comes to your mind. Expensive, exotic, low-laying car. But the road that you were driving on had lots of road bumps. A lot of potholes and chuck holes. It was not a good driving road. Doesn't matter how fast that car is meant to go, it will not go any faster. Faster than its system and its structure. So I wanna take a little extra time at the front end to lay down the tracks <laughs> on which we can have a bigger, faster conversation. So I wanted to imagine this is a pot, a plant, and in which you plant a tree, a tree. Here's a tree. There will be a time in which this tree will outgrow this plant over here. This plant pot, this whole pot is going to become the confining source for this tree. Can this tree grow higher and wider? Of course it can. So for that, guess what, what you have to do. You have to replant this tree into a different system and structure. Your size and your speed will control your systems and your structure. Every organization is asking two questions, only two questions. Can we get bigger? Second question can we get bigger faster? Can we get bigger? The answer is yes. Can we get bigger faster? The answer is yes. However there's a caveat, depends. It depends if you are willing to Pay attention to the systems and the structures. The systems are the processes. The structures are the people. The systems is how you do it. Processes are who you do it with. Because your size and your speed is controlled by your systems and your structure. In this book, Bigger Faster Leadership, I take story of the building of the Panama Canal, a wonder of the world, the years that it took the hundreds of thousands of lives that it cost, the billions of dollars that it took. And yet, all of those lessons help us to understand for bigger, faster leadership systems and structure. So let me start by asking a few questions because the right questions will lead to the right answers. The right diagnosis will lead to the right prescription. Is that not true? If they diagnose you, the doctor diagnoses you with the wrong diagnosis, the prescription is going to be wrong. The prescription may not hurt you, but it's not going to help you either. But if the diagnosis is accurate, the prescription then is tied into the diagnosis. In our organizations, unfortunately, we focus on having the right answers. Organizations do not kick out of a plateau Organizations do not get unstuck unless they ask the right questions. And the right questions in our context for bigger, faster leadership are all about, do we have the right systems? Do we have the right structure? Do we have the right how? Do we have the right who? Do we have the right processes? Do we have the right people? Because plateaus and stagnation is all about systems and structures. How are you diagnosing that? Because every organization goes through five steps. Every organization goes through five steps. Let me do this real, real quickly for you. Every organization goes through five steps. Here they are. They all start with the letter E. E, 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 E. and E. One, two, three, four, five. The first one is entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial, E, N, T, R, spell it any way you want to. (laughs) Nobody knows, entrepreneurial. Second is Emerging, Emerging, Emerging. Third is Established, Established. Fourth is Erosion, Erosion. And fifth is Enterprising, Enterprising. Let me give those five to you again. I know this is kind of messy up here, but I just wanted to get an idea of the other of five. The first one is Entrepreneurial, number two, emerging, number three, established, number four is uh, erosion, and number five is enterprising. Let's talk about each one of them. Entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial is when you just have an idea. When you just have a thought. When you have no services to offer, you have no location, you have no product, you have no staff, you don't have a telephone number for the business, you don't have a website for the business, you don't even have a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook account for the business, you have nothing, just an idea, That's entrepreneurial. But then you start talking about it to some friends, some family, you start experimenting, you start reading, you start going to conferences and workshops, you start learning more about it, you start actually getting some people involved in that, and it starts emerging. Things start percolating, things are happening. And then pretty soon, guess what happens? You get established. You got established and now you have a place, you have people, you have uh, a budget, you have a website, you have a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you got all of that going. Now you are established. But what comes right after established? Erosion. How many of you know of a shopping center that one time was the shopping center to go to? Everybody went there. But nobody goes there anymore. Can you think of a church? Every time you picked up a magazine, every time you got uh, a web link, every time something happened, uh, you say, oh, they were everywhere. Everybody was talking about that church. Not so much anymore. A restaurant maybe. How about a neighborhood? You used to say, oh, if I could just live in that neighborhood. But now you go past and say, oh, thank God I didn't buy a house there erosion. Let me, before I go to enterprising, let me say something. This is true for every organization. This is true for your home. This is true for your marriage. This is true for your church. This is true for your company. This is true for a restaurant. This is true for a shopping center. This is true for a neighborhood. This is true for everything. In that order. And then there's enterprising. Enterprising is not creating something new, but rethinking, repurposing something that was, is, and you bring new thought to it. So good news, good news, good news. You don't have to go through erosion if you're willing to build a bridge. If you're willing to build a bridge, if you're willing to build a bridge from established to enterprising. Think about your, think about your cell phone. Think about your cell phone. When was the last time somebody, you saw a TV commercial selling you your phone? No, they'll sell you pixels, they'll sell you size, they'll sell you speed, they'll sell you camera, they'll even sell you, uh, they will show you a, they'll show you a camera that, uh, a, a, a phone that falls into water, into maybe a swimming pool and is waterproof, but nobody's selling you a phone. It was only entrepreneurial when Mr. Graham Bell made the first phone call. After that, the cell phone that you hold in your hand is totally enterprised. Because on that, you have your phone, which is the least thing you use. You have your text message, your WhatsApp, your calendar. You have your contacts. You have your Facebook. You have your Twitter. You have your Instagram. You have all kinds of apps. I mean, you got everything on there. Ah. I have apps in mind because I travel so much. When I land in a certain place and I want to find out what kind of restaurants are in the neighborhood, I got an app for that that I just click on and it tells me where it is and what they offer and their website and the distance that they pick up and they deliver. I mean, everything, everything is an app. You can call a car service now as an app. You can uh, book hotels. Uh, everything is enterprise. If it was only the phone, You know the hard line that still sits in a home if you have one? That phone has gone through erosion. What you carry with you is enterprise. So the question is, I'm talking about bigger, faster leadership, systems and structure. What are you willing to enterprise? What are you willing to rethink? As to what you do. So changes. Changes. Changes are have to be made. Before they are necessary. So unless you are willing to make changes. Before they are necessary. And you are going to wait till after. It is obvious to everyone. Then it is going to be too late. The question is not. If you are going to change. The question is. Are you going to change. Too late. The greatest risk you are going to take. Is not taking a risk. Because. When you're 100% sure, you're too late. So Charles Henn, the uh, British philosopher, taught us a thing called the sigmoid curve. And the sigmoid curve goes like this. This is point A, and this is point B. Point A, point B. At point A, your company is growing. At point A, your church is growing. At point A, good things are happening. At point A, you're meeting budget. At point A, people are working out great. At point A, everything is your way. The wind is to your back. Life is good. What's happening at point B? Evidence of decline. Cracks. Micro fractures. Things that used to work are not working. But you as a leader, start, here the two words I'm about to give you. You start sensing it here, you will see it here. You sense it here, your gut starts telling you something is going on. Something is wrong. They are acting differently. Their attitude has changed. Something is here, you're going to sense it here, you're going to see it here. So most people are not going to change anything because remember the old axiom, if it ain't broke, don't what? Fix it. So everyone else is going to see it here. So somebody walks up to you and says, why are you trying to make a change here? Here. Can you give me five reasons? There are no five reasons. You can't articulate it. You can't verbalize it. It's just a feeling. You're sensing it. But you know that something needs to happen here. So this is what happens in the life of an organization. Organizations go like this, and the space between here, 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 all of them is known as chaos, chaos, (laughs) you'll go from chaos to chaos, why? Because as a leader, you make changes at point A. Don't wait till point B. I'm talking about systems and structures. Unless you're willing to look at them. But then you say to me, but you know I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And I'm here to say to you, most organizations start losing. They start losing their margin to evaluate. Because I can sit in your staff meeting and almost 95% of staff meetings, maybe more but I'm being generous, at least 95% of staff meetings are about fixing things, they're about, uh, they're about tactics, they're about what went wrong, they're about who messed up, they're, they're about this didn't work and how are we going to do that thing different, tweaks at best. When was the last time you said this is where we want to go, let's talk about that five best ways to get there and then decide which will be the best way that we all can embrace welcome and put our energies and resources behind most staff meetings about yesterday or about tactics tactics are what when where how how much that's all tactical strategic is what why who? that is where bulk of our conversation needs to go, but I can walk into almost any meeting, and I will find the same deteriorating of conversation. because see, systems are dynamic and not static. Your systems, what worked yesterday, do not work today. Uh, there are services that you can go to and order this book. The biggest service that provides books, yeah, at least the United States, maybe worldwide is Amazon. So question for you: does Amazon build anything? No <laughs> they don't manufacture anything. No. but Amazon continues to eat everyone's lunch. You know why? You can get this book on Amazon bigger faster leadership. Because they have created systems and structures to deliver it to you. Usually, lesser price, faster service, and if you're part of some special programs, free shipping and handling, all that because they are paying attention to systems and structures. It's not more vision, it's not more passion, it is not more competency. It is all about systems and structures. So if you and your organization feel like you're flatlining, (laughs) you're going through a difficult time, uh, let me give you about six, eight things to think about. Number one, you're not alone. You're not alone. I work with organizations almost every day. You're not alone. Don't feel like you're the only one that is stuck. And then the solution is not as difficult as you think. Don't overthink this thing. Solution is not that difficult. Because you have to identify exactly what you're trying to achieve and the systems and the structure to get there. If I want to visit my home in India, and that is my destination, then I have to figure out what is the There are many ways that I can get there. I can get there by ship. I can get there by airplane. So, out of those two major options available to me from United States to India, now that I'll choose, let's just say I choose, I'll fly. Now I have to decide which route am I gonna take. Because different airlines fly different routes. What price am I willing to pay? How much layover in some cities you can have a 12 hour layover, in some places just a two to three hour layover. So why do I want to hang around an airport for 10 to 12 hours in another country when I can go from one airplane to the other? The price point. Are, are you following me? So once the destination is there, I start creating the systems and the structure to get me at the best time, in the best way at the best price to where I'm going. Systems and structures. So what you have to do is you have to conduct a thorough analysis of your systems and structure. For example, if you're in the delivery system, order something and map out how that delivery is done. If you're in the education system, how does somebody find out about you? How do they make application? How do they find out about your programs? How do they find out about your financial aid? In your church, what are the systems and structure? If I'm a new person, let me use that for example. If I'm a new person, I drive onto your parking lot. How are you going to uh, assimilate me at the end of the day because of the systems and structures you have in place, the touches you have in place, the, the follow up you have in place, the, the way you're going to discover my, uh, my information, how you're going to follow up with that and, and who's going to do that and what time is going to be done and, 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 the, and what benefit are you going to offer me. The whole option of uh, systems and structures. I, I don't think I want to say it to you. Please hear me now. Stop doubting yourself and blaming your people. Stop doubting yourself and blaming your people. Start with systems and structure. Now it could be it's a people issue, it could be. But start with your systems and structures. And don't assume you have a healthy culture. Don't assume you have a healthy culture. Because what you think, and what other things might be quite different, match your value with your allocation of time, resources, money, attention, Identify the real persons in your organization that control your organization. Those who control your calendar. Those who control communication. Those who supervise. Who can get to you? Because those who control your calendar also control where you're going to be, who you're going to be with, when you're going to be. How strategic is that? So are they thinking at the same level that you are thinking? The person calendarizing you? diarizing you? Are they thinking at the same level you are? The No, I need to cancel that and I need to go there. I need to meet with this person rather than this person. I need to do this tomorrow rather than three weeks from now. Do they understand all of that? That systems and structures. So, the five key questions to begin this conversation. Let me give them all five to you and then talk to you about each one of them, maybe 30 seconds are the five words. Sustainability, scalability, replicability, functionality, and communicability. Sustainability. What is sustainability? Will it last? How long do I want it to last? Scalability. Do I want it to grow? How much do I want it to grow? Replicability. Can this be replicated? Functionality is the tactical components of the planning. And communicability is what is a communication strategy. The first three are strategic, the last two are tactical. In my next week, I'm going to pick it up at this place and help you understand. I'm going to give you homework. I'm going to give you homework. Homework. The question is, what can you do? What one change can you make? That'll make it easier, simpler for your members, for your customers, for your clients to engage and commit to a wow experience. What would be the one little adjusting change that you could make that could change the customer experience, your members experience? Your church attendees experience. What is that one system structure process? That's your homework. Identify that. Because when I come back to you next week, I'm going to talk to you about the five questions for bigger, faster leadership. Let me give those to you again. Because when I come back next week, that's what I'm going to pick it up at. Sustainability. Scalability. Replicability. Functionality and communicability. Remember this, your size and your speed is controlled by your systems and your structure. Bigger, faster leadership. So glad you're part of the masterclass. I'll see you in a week.